<laughs> I get so drunk on the severities of the white throne judgment seat of Christ, I'm just like, let it thunder, Father, let it thunder. I don't care if my skull cracks, I know you could build me a new one. <laughs> Out of these rocks, you could give me a new skull. Numbskull? We don't fear death, we fear the Lord. What kind of sissies are in the army of the Lord? Not a single sissy amongst us. Sissy. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can't fear the Lord and fear death. Can't, it's impossible. You're gonna fear one or the other. Whatever you fear is your God. That's why Christians are so screwed up in their brains. They haven't overcome death. They're afraid of the angel of Baden, the angel of religion, the angel of death. His other name is Satan or Lucifer. I know these theologians try to tell me they're different angels, but you're wrong. Same angel, the one formerly known as Lucifer, <laughs> the covering cherubim, the cherub that covered of Ezekiel 28. You're a bunch of lying, false teachers. I hate hearing your opinions every day. Bunch of liars. Your teachings are unrefined. You kill with confusion everyone who listens to you. Let there be white throne judgment of perfect fire and perfect love upon every Christian teacher in the world. Amen. That's good, isn't it? False teachers that teach human rubbish just kill their listeners. That's why people are so confused. Every person that's ever come to me out of Christianity that says they're kingdom, most don't even say they're kingdom. Most just say they were part of this ministry or part of that church. But the ones that say they're, they're kingdom usually are full of rubbish too. You know, I wish it weren't so. If it was like awesome and people are manifesting the bright morning star and your city is like heavenly Jerusalem, I would come sit under you and learn from you. It's just not reality. It's just not the way it is in the USA or any nation in the world. And a lot of people are full of fantasies and it's all pride. And Satan sets you up, he will feed your ego. These people just go out before they're even trained spiritually and they're full of head knowledge, knowledge that puffs up, and they get attacked. And I just watch the fallen angels in the heavenly sphere. They just let you go. And you build yourself up. You are mocked by principalities and powers when you practice strange fire, when you work iniquity, which is any word that hasn't come from the king's throne. If you don't have a scroll from the white throne of the king, Jesus Christ is his name, and you're working with that scroll, you are a worker of iniquity and a doer of your own thing. Your whole life is set up by demons to be destroyed. And people will see you as an example of someone who practiced strange fire and dead works. And I mean, you can't talk to these people. I try in perfect love to warn you that you have not been sent from the throne. You are not sent once. Until the appointed time of the Father, you have to build up your spirit, praying always in the most holy faith. And there's no control spirit here, there's no legalism, and there's no envy or strife. It's just real, 
kingdom reality. But people are way too stubborn, like the older prodigal sons of Luke 15, the goats out there in the field, pretending like they're doing Christian works, and it's all self. It's all egotistical nonsense. It's all feeding their egos with pride, and Satan is the one instructing them to do those fake good works. They're listening to familiar spirits of religion, and they're the sons and daughters of hell and not heaven. Every Christian that is not obeying the word from the white throne. A real Christian is an anointed one, that's what Christ means in your Christianity, and obeys the word that is alive, active, and energized that has come from the throne of the king of the kingdom that we call ourselves kingdom company and kingdom Christians. So we're not church and we're not Satan's people and we're not white witches and we're not witches and warlocks of Christianity and religion outside the city gates gates with the sorcerers and the dogs, as it's written. In the Horror of Babylon, the sorceress that uses Satan's stars that fell from heaven in her brain to control and manipulate people using the New Testament. That's the Horror of Babylon. My full-time job is beating that whore up every day. That's my job, professionally. I beat that woman. I beat women for a living. <laughs> the Horror of Babylon in the Bible. What do you beat them with? The fire of God, the anointing, the truth, the white throne judgment seat of Christ, until all Satan's stars are under humanity's foot? Amen. So you have on earth as it is in heaven, actually, without being submissive to the fallen heavens of Satan and his angels? Come on. These people are submissive and reverent to demons and disrespectful to the spirit of glory who created them. Every day I'm in awe. The reverence towards demons and the irreverence towards the Holy Spirit of God. Because the Holy Spirit's not a demon. But you tolerate demons in all your churches. You're reverent towards demons. Not me. Not Yeah, right. If you're listening to me today and you know I'm telling you the truth, you have dealt with this a thousand times in your lives. This is exactly how it is in the whole world. The Horror of Babylon, church, Christianity, has become a house of every unclean spirit, of every beast, every reptile, and every bird of hell. It's true. Oh, not my church. Yes, all churches. God has never dwelt in any building made by human hands. Acts 7.48, it is written. You're practicing sorcery, and when you practice sorcery, It requires flesh and blood every time you cast a religious magic spell. When you pray your will out of your own brain instead of the anointed one and his anointing's will, you cast a magic spell. You're practicing sorcery. And the demons will come and eat your body parts because sorcery requires the flesh and blood of human beings. That's why there's so much abortion. That's why there's so much secret societies. That's why there's so much occult activity. And there's even more of it in Christianity. I have watched sorcerers in Christianity sacrifice their disciples. Sacrifice. I mean, I don't even want to name names, but I watched Ian Clayton sacrifice Jason Westerfield on an altar to demons 
for money. And Jason Westerfield just went insane. And he was rock solid before that. <laughs> Woe to him who sacrificed human beings for personal gain. For personal gain. It would be better off if you had never been born, says the Lord of Angel Armies. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus. He's cleaning house and judgment begins in the house of God. And I love the white throne judgment seat of Christ. The greater the severity, the greater the intoxication, the greater the hit of God's glory. The severity is because there are so many sorcerers in your midst. And the Christians are so immature and young, they can't tell the difference between a satanic sorcerer of Satan's stars that fell from heaven, which is white magic of starlight, or a son of God walking in the glory of God. Satan and his angels always turn the Christians against the true anointed leadership in the world. That's why we live in a cave in the ghetto and we've lost our number one partner, our number two partner, and our number three partner all this month in August to the devil because Satan's stars are stronger than their obedience to the white throne. Our number one, two, and three, gone. <laughs> you think I care? That actually encourages me because I've been on the front lines of Joel's army for so long I know God will raise up sevenfold and raise the standard of the anointing from rocks. And you know what rocks are in the Bible? Stones of human skulls. Dead idiots in sin. Sinners. Gone in rebellion. Gone in religion. From these rocks, God could raise up new children for Abraham, says the Baptist in the river. You call yourselves the covenant people, the Christian race, because you go to church and read your Bible? God can raise up new Christians from rocks. People that will actually obey the anointing instead of their opinions and use the scriptures to manipulate people. You are more like witches than like Christians, says the Lord of Angel Armies. It's not about us. It's about the anointed one in us. You people are reverent towards demons. I watch it every month. And I just say, when, Lord? When will the Christians stop being reverent towards demons? When will their minds bow to the white throne in honor, in righteousness, in humility? When will we serve Jesus and not ourselves? When will we empty ourselves of pride and opinions and our educations and our humanity that he died for for the forgiveness of when before it's too late I pray before it's too late before the demons eat you entirely into hell because of casting your magic spells of religious sorcery my heart is pure before God and all the angels I speak God's word and not my own that's why Satan can't touch me but if you are not sent from the white throne and you are teaching God's people, you are under fire. And this is a fire of love. This is a fire of refinement. This is a fire to cleanse Christianity so we can have a spotless bride that's not submitted to demons and warlocks pretending to be pastors, pretending to be apostles and prophets, pretending to be sons of God. Most of these fake sons of God aren't even immature apostles that we tolerate in Red Letter Ministries on my Facebook. And all of their statuses on their Facebook, they say they're a son of God. I look at you fakes and you wannabes. You'd be shot in the head in the inner city. 
You're not sons of God. You're wannabes. You're not even immature apostles. You have to go through the apostolic and the prophetic in its fullness before you manifest sonship. You're fake. You're wannabes. You're liars and you're deceivers. And you're full of pride, thinking you're something when you're nothing. It's not God necessarily that will cut you down. It's your own pride that will cut yourself down. God will hand you over to your own demons in your own thought life when you think you're something, when you're nothing. Hallelujah. And it's the best thing that could ever happen to you. Because if we think we're something more than we actually are, and we're confronted with a sawed-off shotgun to our face in inner-city missions, that's the last hole you'll ever see. <laughs> you should have been real, man. You should have listened to the prophet of God. And don't think you're safe in the suburbs or the countryside either. Accidents happen every day on the roads, on cars, on trains, automobiles and planes, school accidents. And I'm not prophesying death. I'm telling you, when you sow sorcery, you yourself reap death. I'm not a sorcerer. Anyone who's prayed the scriptures apart from the anointing has prayed prayers of witchcraft and sorcery. There is no greater witch in the world than Christianity. Christianity that asks Jesus into their heart, but keeps Him separate and trampled underfoot in their spirit life and prays only their selfish, stubborn wills in their brains. Not caring what the Father wants, only caring what they want. You are the biggest witches in the entire world. You will reap what you sow. Humble yourself today. Give your souls to God. Maybe today you will begin in the fear of the Lord and not blaspheme the Son of God and not blaspheme God the Father who loves you and disciplines you. Those that refuse the Father's discipline are bastards, it is written. They are not the offspring of God, but they all call themselves Christians. You know they're Christians when they love the discipline. I love the discipline. When the Father disciples me every day the last 19 years so severely, it shows me He loves me so that the demons are not stronger than me. If the demons of sickness and disease, if the demons of religion and poverty, if the demons of witchcraft and black and white magic and the sorcerers are stronger than me, then I look to my Father, why didn't you train me better? But I can't have that argument because I have been trained better than the sorcerers of Babylon the Great, than those who are rebellious in black magic and those who are religious in white magic and Satan's stars that fell from heaven. I am trained better than them. So I know we have a perfect Father. And I pray that we have many perfect sons to follow the Father's example. Because you are the son of whatever fathers you. <laughs> and my Father is God. If your Father is God also, and I pray it is, then you will love discipline. You will love chastisement. You will love correction. You will love rebuke. And you will humble yourself and let the anointing build your house. I tell you the truth, and I say these things out of the fear of God because I've seen so many people physically die. So many hundreds that are dead right now because they played games. 
in the USA. Dead on drugs. Dead on accidents. All kinds of death. And there's no fear of God before their eyes. And they're like, oh, I'm good in my own head. You know, I don't need to listen to this fanatic. You know, and it's just, there's no fear of the Lord. And you live in complacent satisfaction. You live in a magic spell in a matrix of Babylon the Great. And your head is full of delusion. And you think you're okay. And I say these things out of the fear of God today so that maybe, maybe you'll repent and begin fearing the Lord more than death, more than anything else in your life today, and be saved from certain destruction. And not the destruction of God, but the destruction of sin, the destruction of wickedness. The goodness of God removes the hateful spite and murder of religion. And that's what's being poured out, goodness. But most Christians fight God's goodness because they're good in their own minds. That's the problem. Self-righteousness. Human goodness is Cain's seed, Cain's light, Cain's murder. I tell you the truth, there is no such thing as a good human. There's only a good father. Give him all your false goodness. Give him all the knowledge in your head, all your education, everything that puffs up with pride, all your ability, all your humanity, everything. And let the Father discipline you and move you around and let Him remove the no from you that always says, not your will, my will. You say, you pray these prayers and then He asks you to do one simple thing and you can't do it because you don't want to forfeit your comfort zones. I'm telling you, you have no choice if you want to be saved and sealed in the kingdom. What is coming is so severe that only those that are sealed inside the city gates of heavenly Jerusalem will remain on the earth as it was in the days of Noah. Everyone outside the city gates will be washed into the lake of fire. I tell you the truth, that judgment is upon you. And my urgency... (laughs) is that all of you come inside heavenly Jerusalem by the discipline of God the Father's word, by his perfect love that draws you to his white throne judgment seat of Christ, and seals you by the transfiguration of the renewing of your mind so you don't have a human mind that fights him anymore, a human Christian mind full of human Christianity that fights the mind of Christ, enemies of the Holy Spirit in your minds, all of that burned out of your heads by the twelve pearl gates. And the pearls, as you enter the kingdom, is what refines your soul. So you're sealed inside the glory of God during this time. Everyone that's not sealed inside the glory of God, of the white pearls of heavenly Jerusalem, during this time, will be washed into the lake of fire. I tell you the truth. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow.